In-ears. Yes. What are the best in-ears? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's not on our list. And look, go. If you guys look at the Google search history <clears throat> of every worship musician over the last 10 years, I guarantee there was a six-month season where you would just see in every single person's Google search history, in-ears, in-ears, the best in-ears, the only in-ears for worship, the best way to do in-ears for worship. <laughs> it's just... Yeah, that's why I snuck it. It wasn't on our list. I just, I just thought of it. I just thought of it. What are your thoughts? There is, there are, such thing as high quality and low quality in ears. Yes, that's the first thing I'm going to say about that. And it doesn't have to do with price. No, no. But here's the big issue. We talk about Chance a lot around here. He's one of our favorite guys on the crew. And he was enlightening me on in-ears one day, and, he, and he's like, bro, you got a cheap little single driver in-ear. You've shoved it in your ear so that there is now no other sound source getting to your eardrum but what this driver is providing you. And you cram an entire band's worth of instruments mm. down this pipeline through this one little driver into your ear. So you're saying my little AirPods that, or whatever <laughs> that come with my phone aren't the way to go? No. Oh, oh no. I remember when Aviums first came out. That'll date us a little. Mm. <laughs> I remember when Aviums first came out and every church, including mine, was scrambling to get them. And we install them and we tell our whole team we're going to go to in-ears. And we give them zero guidance. And they show up with cheap... Uh, earbuds you buy at Walmart or Target, the ones that came with their iPods, because back then we didn't have iPhones yet. Yeah. You know, like, yep. cheap, cheap, cheap. Yep. Or when the internet started kind of championing this, you know, people were really drawn into affordable in ears, and, and people, online websites would use buzzwords like professional and all this stuff. Which, by the way, you can label anything professional, there's no <laughs> accountability for that. Yeah. But if it's a single, driver there's just only so much information it's going to be able to handle it's physics you can't break the laws of physics right so i have a buddy who plays on a team he picked up a quad driver that's four so two subs a mid-range and a high range for like 75 bucks it was some off-brand you've never heard of and he thinks they sound great yeah and they really suit his needs yeah um you know I've been able to find a decent dual driver, which I think is the minimum you should probably be mm-hmm. looking for mm-hmm. in in-ears. Um, I bought that one from a more reputable company. I think it cost me 100 bucks. But the conception that the only way you're going to have a great experience on stage is if you run out and go buy a $1,000 pair of custom-molded 17-driver in-ears, that's not to say those probably yeah. don't sound good should sound really good yeah with that many drivers and that much design yeah yeah but but what do we talk about all the time on tech talks it starts at the source the source (laughs) let me pinch you a quick scenario while we wrap this up (laughs) crappy instruments horrible mic placement poorly tuned pa bad acoustical treatment no gain structure. No gain structure. And I've got $15,000 in-ears. Hmm. Yeah. It's not, not going to sound good. Yeah, it's not It's, it's not, not going to sound, sound good. I Oh, go ahead. Well. I was going to say, I would add to that by saying, 
if you spend, you know, a decent amount of time learning your instrument and being confident yeah. in the way it sounds and the way you sound playing it, then do you really need a whole lot of information in your ears? Like for me personally, yeah. when I play, although I don't, I don't do any lead worship leading. I always play bass or guitar or something like that. I just need to be able to hear myself yeah. and hear something to play to. Yeah. And that's, that's pretty much, I'm not picky at all. And I just roll with it. I, I, I can easily get comfortable on a stage. Yeah. And, but that, that, that doesn't have anything to do with the way things sound for me. It has everything to do with, I'm, I've spent a lot of time learning how to play. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think that's probably more important knowing how to play than yeah. what you're using. Like we talk about all the time, having good source, having good gain structure, well-tuned PA, those things are going to play a lot into what you hear in your ears. And then, yeah, try to find an in-ear driver that's got a couple drivers at least, yeah. you know, that's going to give you a little more depth to the information. Um, but we'll have to do a whole other tech talk on like mixing your in-ears because that's yes, it's it's a Huge. totally a totally different topic. And the big thing is don't turn your ears up too loud, people. Yes. And if you buy cheap in-ears, you will t not sorry cheap is the wrong word. If you buy bad in-ears, yes, you will turn them up too loud and you will hurt your hearing. So correct, take a little time to do some research and find a multi-driver in-ear that's going to suit your needs.